nice kids. They're gonna love Dark Falls. <laughs> Somebody's out there. Something. Something. Saber's coming. Come on, man, we gotta go. Saber's hungry. Stay out of the basement. I must have your beautiful hands. Give it now. Give it. Give, give yourself goosebumps. Give yourself goosebumps. Woo! Hello, hello. Welcome to Welcome to Deadcast. We are the Terror Twins. Yeah. I'm Daniel Montgomery, and, I, and I'm <laughs> Becky Martin we, Granger. I know we made, we made that, that joke. joke before. Matthew Scott Montgomery here, and we are talking about episode seven. Episode seven. We're seven episodes uh, deep. The Goosebumps. It's, it's a TV show called Goosebumps in 2023 on Hulu and Disney+. Plus. This is not an episode where we read a Give Yourself Goosebumps book as we've been doing, but this is an episode of a TV show called Give Yourself Goosebumps. Well, well, let's get into it. Yeah, let's get into it, Mom. So we have, um, should we read the Wikipedia description? Yes, the whole let's thing? just say that this episode is not... It's one of the, it's the second episode so far in the series that is not, quote, based on an individual book, right? Yeah. Because we've had Go Eat Worms, we've had Night of the Living Dummy, we had Reader Beware, which was not from any particular book, and now we're at Give Yourself Goosebumps. I think it's cute that they're attempting these titles. I think it's cute what they're doing with the titles. Yeah, I, I do too. I do think it's cute. It may, um, the titles are the, the last thing that ties it to Goosebumps. I'm excited to see what You Can't Scare Me holds, but we haven't even talked about this episode. Yeah, so here's the description of this episode from Wikipedia. The group realizes they have been trapped in the scrapbook along with the real Mr. Brat because Harold drew them in. Nora is released from the hospital and confronted by Harold. She flees and discovers the dummy parts, doll parts, intending to take them to her mountain cabin. She is tailed by Harold. Ben and Eliza investigate her family's mind to find that Slappy's remains really are missing. <gasps> they are attacked by one of James's dupes and realize that Nora was right about Harold. In the Purgatory Biddle House, the group finds another one of Harold's memories. Isabella descends into it with a tether to keep her connected to the group in the Biddle House. Isaiah seems to be showing feelings for Isabella. Mr. Bratt discovers that being hit temporarily brings him back to his body in the real world. The friends try to have him return long enough for him to write them away out of the scrapbook, but Bratt struggles with Harold for control. Harold throws the scrapbook into a puddle. As the drawings are watered down, so is the world inside the scrapbook, and the group promptly falls through the melted floor. Wow, that's it. So here's what I have to say from the beginning about this episode. I took notes. I know you took notes, too. Yeah. This is my favorite episode of the series so far. Oh, it is? Yeah. I'd like to hear more about that. I thought it was kind of fun. I thought the sort of... I don't know. It felt... I'm glad we got Nora out of the mental institution. I don't really care much about the parents. But I liked... I liked the group like working together to solve a way to figure out how to get out of this uh, this house that they're trapped in because it felt like 
glimmers, shimmers of the haunted house game or the perfect, uh, the haunted school where it's like we're trying to figure out how to get out of this bad dream sort of purgatory scenario. Oh. So we're trying to find our way out. It's a lot of characters. It's more characters than normal in a Goosebumps book. But I like the idea of them going back into like this school vision. I loved the room filled with puppets, you know, dummy faces. Loved that. And I thought at least we were establishing some rules here. And I felt I was glad we weren't focusing on individual characters and we've moved on. And now we can just kind of feel the zip and zany spookiness I wouldn't say I loved it, but it definitely is my favorite so far. I also think maybe that's because it's not trying to replicate or... Shoehorn. Yeah, it's it's not trying to be... There isn't a Goosebumps title attached to this episode. And I feel like it's it's finally its own thing as opposed to trying to make it feel like Goosebumps. But I did like the elements of of trying to figure out this problem and get out of the house and... Yeah, so that was that. That's that. You know, I love that you feel that way. I think that's a thrill, and I think early on in the episode, I really have to mourn the idea of this show being re- related to Goosebumps or feeling like Goosebumps in any kind of way. And I know I've probably been saying that for the last six episodes, but I think I really, really have to let that go because it's making me resentful and I don't enjoy watching it. And I think a lot of my disenjoyment is because I'm upset that it is so, 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 so far from Goosebumps. And I think I have to let that go. And so I'm going to try my best to let it go. Yeah, I'm trying. I know that a lot of people really enjoy this show and I'm trying to really figure out why. And I am starting to just let go. Maybe it's because I'm... (laughs) I've been really tired and not feeling well. And I wonder if it's like, I don't know. I, I, do, I, I don't have the energy to dislike it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a couple of things I liked about this episode. I liked um, well, Isabella saying, oh, Hillary's husband. Yes, actually. I, I We watched this episode separately and I, we both made notes. And I'm interested to see what notes you had and we can go through what notes I had and see if they line up. Okay, I'll go, I'll do, I'll, you give a note and then I'll give a note. Okay. I, I said I really liked it when Lucas says, our parents haven't exactly done the best job of figuring things out. Oh, I didn't even notice. He very clearly says, oh. Oh, I love that. And I loved that. Um, I said out loud when, um, when Nora and Guidance Counselor are having their uh, argument, sort of, mm-hmm. um, I wouldn't say it's great writing. And uh, I wrote down this line that the guy says, and he says, and don't come back till you're ready to talk. And I thought that wasn't funny or smart or interesting. And I thought it was bad. I will say that I feel like... A 12-year-old wrote it? I will say that I feel like it was... I'm starting to understand now who this guidance counselor character is supposed to be. And he's supposed to be like, fuddy-duddy dad funny. Oh, he's supposed to be funny. And I thought the tree, like the fig tree thing was kind of funny. I see. It really fell flat for me. And there's always an awkward commercial break beat that always happens. I, I'll agree with you on that. 
Um, well, you're right. At least Nora's out of the mental institution, and all she had to do was just not take her pills, and then one day later, she's out. You know, that's my next note. It says, so Nora is now just free to go, question mark, which makes me think, like, was this a 72-hour psychiatric hold, like a 5150 type situation? You know, in Nora's world, she should be in there for months, but in everyone else's world, it's been a day and a half. So that's what my thought was. I, was. I thought maybe, oh, it's one of those holds that you can only keep somebody for 72 hours. I don't know, but be right back spending the night at a friend's, okay? Okay. Yeah, the parents never follow up on those, t- like, texts. Sending that K text I thought was so hilarious. I was like, wow, these are the worst parents of all time. So what's your next note? I said, so is Biddle evil or... So oh. my question here, like, my overarching question here is... You know, we start this episode with Brat Biddle crying and complaining that he was bullied and bullied and bullied and bullied and he's screaming it. And maybe we already talked about this a lot, but like we never saw that. And so I'm trying to figure out like who's the villain here. It's Biddle, right? But why is Biddle the villain? Is it be- is and how is he supernatural? Is it because that you know what I mean? We like, don't we don't know yet. We don't know why he's has supernatural powers. We we really don't know. I'm convinced we may never get an answer. We we may never get an answer. I think we may get an answer of the supernatural powers. I'm not sure we'll ever ever get an answer about why he's like sort of evil. You know, I I I do get a little concerned because I watch this and I don't love the sort of like subtle narrative of like the person that gets bullied is always the villain. Yeah, you know, like I don't love the idea that the parents. I don't know. I, I I just let I just want things to go back to there's a hero and there's a villain and we don't need to we don't need I, I want a black and white. Things are so gray and I don't yeah. and I don't want I don't want us to I don't know whether we're supposed to feel bad for Harold or or what, but I don't like the idea that is maybe being said that you know, he was bullied and the bully the person who was bullied has to become the villain. I'm gonna take us on a quick tangent. I watched the first episode of American Horror Stories. Oh, okay, yeah. And I thought the first episode of the most recent season was really interesting. Yeah. And I thought really cleverly handled high school um, bully terror. Yeah. And it made me think of Goosebumps. And I actually think, I think American Horror Stories has a lot of, I think American Horror Stories is not a perfect show. And... But I was riveted by this episode. Oh. And I wouldn't say that I, I loved the episode, but it did remind me of Goosebumps. And I thought, oh, I wish Goosebumps had more, had more of this darkness in it. What darkness is that? It, it, I don't, I don't want to spoil things for people that may watch that first Maybe episode. Watch it. But it's about, it's, the first episode's called Bestie. And it's about a girl who I think is just a phenomenal actor. I don't know what, the, who, where she, what she does. I want to watch whatever she does next. She's Blake Lively meets... Um, Chloe Sevigny. Like if Chloe Sevigny and Blake Lively had a baby, it's this it's this Interesting. girl. And she is struggling to fit in and she ends up making a friend online. And this friend and and this girl is bullied. We see her bullied constantly in school. Yeah. And she makes a friend online and this friend is convinces her to do really radical dangerous things. Oh, okay. To the bullies. Got it. And it does have a little bit of a similar narrative of you know the bu- the person who's bullied becomes can- could become a monster. The haunted mask. The haunted mask. So I, it it made me feel things in a way that I wish this show would make me feel things. It is dark and twisted, and but I thought that episode, 
had a lot to, had a lot of good things going for it and i wish there were clearer there wish there were clearer darkness in goosebumps like there is in well American i was Stories. hoping and they're kind of doing they're alluding to it but like in a really messy way that like slappies like the villain they are but you know we we uh, you know there is a night of living dummy 2 episode coming i hope we really get we really get the answers i i had a friend I was talking with a friend of ours who really loves the show, and he said, "Oh, Slappy's so scary. Slappy's so evil." He is, and Where? that's what I said. I was like, "Huh?" I think maybe he was. Ref- maybe maybe I'm making up the fact that he said evil. I think maybe he's referring to the visuals of it. But I'm hoping that we get to a point where we really feel that feeling that I felt when I watched American Horror Stories. That feeling of like, ooh, like really grimy terror. Yeah. That I feel like this show could take us to. Yeah. Or at least is trying to take us to. Without the sort of um, Pretty Little Liars, uh, you know, original sin, like, parents thing, you know? Yeah, it would be, yeah, because I think that's really boring. I just think it's been done. So, like, I'm interested. I hope hope I'm pleasantly surprised by the next couple episodes. Um, Let's go back. What's your next note? I said, um, oh no, I have a piece of gum in my mouth and you get get rid of. Let me take my precious journal and tear out a piece of paper and put my (laughs) gum in my journal. You know, it's a plot device. It's a plot device. I said, my next note was, I think Rachel Harris is good. Oh, I think she looks great. Uh, your next note. Um, I My next note, well, my next thought was... Um, yes, your next thought. The I thought the visual effects in this episode were really good. Yeah. I liked how the dangling from the bed sheet, all, I like how all that stuff looked. Yeah. I, it looked expensive. Budget. Yes, this is where they put the budget, Mom. Yeah, and I thought that was great. I wrote, I miss Seattle. Oh. Because it's rainy and it feels fun. And I, 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 wish, I wish I could feel like I was living in a Goosebumps book all the time. And that's how Seattle feels to me. Yeah. I just love Seattle so much. So I have to go. I'm moving to Seattle. Uh, Matthew, you have to finish this up without me. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like the absolute nanosecond we got. No slappy in this episode. But I do like the nanosecond blink and you miss it we got of the all the dummy people. That was my favorite part of this episode. I want like a full episode of that. Maybe we'll get it. Yeah, maybe like establish what that means and I want more dummy people. And if that were the plot of the entire series, it would be great. So my next note is, so they're trapped in this Biddle house for a while, right? Yeah. And I thought it was honestly genius that the real world intro is on repeat at the house. Like on TV, yeah. it's just the seven strangers picked to live in house yeah. on repeat. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. That's smart. I like that. Okay. Yeah. I did hear that. What's your next note? Violence solves every problem. Oh, that's right. My next note is why are the kids shocked that uh, Dr. Mr. Professor Brat was possessed by a ghost at this point? But he like reveals, he's like, I was possessed by him. And they all kind of gasp. And I thought, well, yeah. Yeah, haven't we? Been tra- we're stuck in his. We're stuck in his scrap. His supernatural scrapbook. Why yeah. are we shocked by that, kids? Yeah, I did, that's not a shock at all. Like some some of the some of the direct in, direction, I I think the the actors are given. I it does. It's not. It's incongruous sometimes. Yeah. Um, I'm thrilled that you love this episode so much. To me, it felt like a filler episode. No, I didn't say love. I'm thrilled that you. This is your favorite episode so far, because to me, it felt like a filler episode. But 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 you're. I want to be. I really want to be wrong. So I'm glad to be wrong. It was the first episode that afterwards I was like, oh, I wonder what happens next. Yeah. Uh, my my last couple notes are. 
I've never seen the movie Rudy, and I don't know if that's a great reference. I missed that completely, and I don't know what that is. It, they, they're asking uh, Doctor Mr. Bratt to give uh, an impassioned speech. They said, yeah, like in Rudy. Oh, I, I t- that totally went over my head, and I don't know what Rudy is. I think Rudy's like a sports movie or something, like from the m- mid to early 90s. And I'm like, why would these kids know that reference? Because okay. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't even, and I'm a millennial. Yeah. Brat says, doc, Mr. Brat says, oh, just kicking it twice. He says earlier, he's like, I was just kicking it in my house. And he's like, what? And then later he's like, why don't we just stay here? We can just kick it. And I'm like, what? Yeah, I don't know. What is that? That's, let, let's pay attention to this writing, kids. Um, I loved when Isabella was in the the ghost hallway and, yeah. she, and she saw um she saw hillary's husband yeah that was yeah i said that i think that's really funny yeah. and i love black hole sun at the end yes i do love that song and the hillary's husband thing was did you pick up on isabella and isaiah i picked up on that that was where, where the show wants this to go yeah so like it seemed absolutely out of nowhere but you know they have that forced moment of her being yanked up by isaiah and isaiah hugging her and is like wow that was badass or whatever so isaiah has to date every girl on the show yes and and i think that's really shoehorned keyhole shove but i i do see that that's where i think they want things to go oh okay and i also thought i was like wait isaiah's in the front with his one arm Oh, yeah, you're right, because his arm is broken. It wasn't until at the end of it we see I see him. I was like, oh, he has this cast. And I'm like, why put him in the front? I don't know. With it's his a, one arm. That's a good question. I also kept thinking, like, how heavy that must be. Yeah. But sure. Yeah, that was brave of Isabella to sink down to the abyss. Have you ever done that before? Have you ever tied sheets together and jumped out a window? No, have you? No, but um, in high school, uh, Colton, my ex-boyfriend, I did... And we tied sheets, and he he hopped out of my bedroom window, and it was real. It was a lot harder than you'd think it would be. Yeah. And it didn't hold him, and fell apart, and he fell and and twisted his ankle. Oh, I thought okay, that's right. Yeah, it was hard. It was really hard to do, but it was fun. Did he climb up into your window? No, climbed out. He snuck out. Yeah. How did he get into the house? I think he just he came. We like had come home, and it was late, and he just snuck upstairs. And I remember Rosemary saying like you good night and he was hiding behind a chair oh my god didn't know she didn't know he was there wow and then he snuck out early at like 6 a.m and we tied sheets from my and tied them to like a thing in my closet i think that's cute and fun and the idea is romantic and antiquated in a good way yeah i think it's fun i'll text him see if he remembers that. yeah I'm that sure sounds he like does. fun He's never been able to walk the same ever since. Oh. I'm kidding. Memories. You can't scare me's next. You can't scare me. Do you think we're going to get mud monsters? No. Well, what about this? I would love mud monsters, though. So, they the, at the end, the kids have, 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 dis, have disappeared until they've melted, right? Yeah. So, and that piece of paper went into, like, some watery mud, maybe, right? Muddy Creek. So maybe that means there's some muddy monsters. They are headed to a cabin, presumably in the woods or the mountains, and there could be mud there. I'm really hoping we get some mud monsters. That would be great. So tell us, please tell us why you love this show. You can say <laughs> hi at welcome to deadcast at gmail.com. You can say hey to me at Daniel X Montgomery or Matthew at, at Matthew underscore Scott underscore Montgomery. We have three episodes left. Three episodes left. You can't scare me, Night Living Dummy 2, and welcome to Horrorland. I'm I'm excited about what Goosebumps holds for the future, whether it's this TV show, whether it's a, a 
a new board game or new clothes or even little action figures from Trick or Treat Studios. Yeah. I am here for it. Me too. I'm wearing my Goosebumps shorts right now. They look so cute. I love them. Thank you. So we'll see you next time. Unless you're too scared. Unless you're too scared. You can't scare me. You can't scare me. You can't dare me. If you dare me. I am the parts.